All right, M12. So how are we doing tonight? Hey, guys, it is so good to be with you tonight. If this is your very first time ever coming to M12, uh, we're so glad that you chose to spend your Wednesday night with us. Uh, if we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is Nathan. I'm one of the leaders here. Uh, I enjoy serving you guys. And just to catch everybody up, we are in week two of our series called Battlefield, and we're learning about how to fight well. We're learning how about how to go through conflict. Uh, and that's what tonight's topic is going to be on, how to travel through conflict, specifically on anger and drama. So uh, you guys are in middle school. It seems like uh, sometimes drama is the language that you guys speak. Anybody ever have drama in their life? Yeah, like all the time. Um, and, and so uh, it seems like sometimes it's all around us, and drama can be a little bit like breathing. You know, we can never get away from it. It, it just happens all the time everywhere, and uh, we try and get away from it. Sometimes we come to church, you know, and that decreases drama. And actually, for some of you, this may be true. If you come to church or come to M12, sometimes that increases the drama. We're sorry if that's true for you guys. We would hope for that not to be the case. Um, but we hope that you guys can learn something tonight. But uh, if we're being really honest, sometimes we actually kind of like the drama, right? I mean, sometimes we love just kind of seeing people mess with each other. And we, we love seeing things go, uh, go on, you know, and, and we love this on TV. That's why reality TV shows were made, right? And so one of the TV shows that you're probably familiar with is The Bachelor, all right? Now, nobody watches... Right. Nobody watches The Bachelor to watch people fall in love. You know, we watch The Bachelor to see everybody fight over those roses, right? They're savages ever. Oh, my goodness. It is terrifying. But we don't watch it for those reasons. We love to see them go after each other. Or maybe Survivor. Maybe that's uh, not quite the one that you watch, but maybe some of you guys do. We don't watch it to see them play, fight fairly and, and compete well. We watch them. You know, we love to see alliances. We love to th see them be sneaky behind the scenes. And, and that's maybe one of the reasons why we love reality TV show. And, and maybe another one. All right. We love Simon from America's Got Talent. We love that one. Because he is a meddler. He loves to mess with people. He loves to stir the pot. He always has something to say, and he creates drama. And we love to see what Simon has to say. Sometimes we like it, but sometimes we're like, dude, come on, man. Like, and we love to see what he's got to say. And, and whenever we've got drama, it creates conflict. And, and when we have conflict, there's an emotion that arises in us, all right? And often that is anger. When we go through conflict, when we see drama, that's anger, all right? We get angry, and anger is expressed in, in people in different ways. So sometimes it looks like the Incredible Hulk, all right? That's one type of person that uh, expresses anger. The next one is the stuffer, all right? The, next, the third one is the backstabber, all right? So these are in your notes. We're going to go over to them in just a second. The Incredible Hulk, the stuffer, and the backstabber. What do I mean by this? We're going to talk about the Incredible Hulk first. So this is the person that when they get mad, they got to let everybody know, all right? They are, they are running full force. They want to let you know that they're, you're, they're angry, and they don't care what they do. They want to make sure that they're right, okay? They don't care if they're beating you up in the process, and, and they're just on a rampage. Sometimes it looks a little bit like this. Let's check it out. Now, I love the Hulk. I love superheroes. And, uh, and some of us express anger like that. We get super mad, and we just get aggressive, and we don't care who we hurt. We want to let people know we're mad. Now, if we're being honest, how many of you would say that you're an incredible Hulk when you get mad? 
All right, a couple of you guys. All right, the Hulk, guys are like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Hulk. Yeah. So, but then there's a couple other people. There's a couple other people. The next one is the stuffer, okay, the stuffer. So what this person does is they, when they feel angry, they just stuff it on down, and they, they don't act like it. they're mad at all, all right? These are the people that, like, just they, they don't want anybody to see that they're angry. They don't even want to feel anger, so they just push it away. They sweep it under the rug. And these are the people that when you ask, hey, how are you doing? They just say, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, everything's good. I'm secretly drowning, and I hate all of you, but I'm good. That's kind of how it goes sometimes. And and I'm sometimes a little bit like this. I hate conflict. I don't like it. Um, I'm someone I I don't like for other people to see that I'm angry. But how many of you guys would join me and say that you are a stuffer? Maybe you don't like conflict. You don't like other people seeing that you're mad, right? And and I'm, I'm one of those people, too. And then we've got the third topic, and that's the backstabber, all right? So this person, what they'll do is they'll say, hey, how are you doing? And they'll say, yeah, I'm doing fine. And then they'll go on over here, and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, would you would not believe what Sally did. And they're, and they're gossiping over here, and they're, they're, they're messing with things, and they, they love to be your friend to your face, but they love to stir up things apart from you. They want to vent and, and kind of bring you and throw you under the bus, really. And so, uh, and how many of you guys would say that you might have a hard time uh, expressing conflict one-on-one, but you like to vent and you like to get it out to other people? How many of you guys would say that's, that's maybe you? All right, and maybe some backstabbers not raising their hand in the room right now because they're like, I can't give it away. I can't give it away. But, but hey, guys, um, no matter who you are, we all experience anger and we all express it differently. Um, and, and what I want you guys to know tonight is that our response often leads to regret. There's been very few times when I have felt angry in the moment and I have thought, man, and then acted out and then thought, man, that was a really good decision. I am often regretting exactly what I do. If you're the Hulk, maybe you get mad and you just act out, you say something dumb, you, you hit somebody maybe even, and it doesn't, and you just draw blood and it's not pretty. And then you're left with regret. Or maybe you're the stuffer, and you feel an ang- uh, anger, and you, so you press it on down, but, but you can only press so much down before it bottles up, and you explode on somebody, and then you snap, and then you're left with regret. Or maybe you're the backstabber, that, that maybe you, you, you have a hard time uh, facing people one-on-one, but you still got to get it out, so you're gossiping over here, and then other people can't trust you, and so you're left with fewer friends, and you're left with regret once again. Maybe that's you, and and again, often our response, our, our response often creates more damage than the conflict we're responding to. Often our response can cause more damage. See, we have a history of making mountains out of molehills. We choose something small and we make it so massive. All right, like it can start off as a simple contest of, of maybe who thinks that Zach is better than Chick-fil-A, Okay. Oh, it's dead silence. People are like, oh, that is no contest right now. Uh, maybe, maybe that's you guys, or maybe some of you guys are arguing about why you think that UGA might be better than Georgia Tech, or what sports team is better than another one, or which teacher you like better, or, or whatever. You know, It doesn't matter. We've all been in situations where we have said something, we've done something dumb, and we've, we've escalated something so big. And we've gotten into that response, and we've gotten into that uh, situation before. And the response led to regret, and we actually caused more damage because we got so heated that we did something that we regretted. And, uh, and again, I want you guys to know that conflict isn't just a middle school thing. You guys might think, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to be an adult because it just seems so easy. False. All right? This is not a thing that goes away. It's not just a middle school thing. It's not just a high school thing. But 
It's just going to happen throughout your entire life. But I'm telling you, if you learn how to do this now, if you learn how to travel through conflict now, you are setting yourself up for a lifetime of success. You are setting yourself up so much more if you can learn how to do this well because there's some adults that don't know how to do this well. And we all need a little help. But again, when we feel angry, we need to respond in a different way. So the question is, how should we respond to anger? How should we respond? If we're expressing our, our anger in different ways, how should we actually respond to anger? And let me tell you, um, it only makes sense that we look to the Bible to find out what to do with anger. So we're going to look at a story in Proverbs 29.11. We're going to look at the wisest man ever. Uh, his name's Solomon. So if you open up to page 658, if you have your Bibles, um, Proverbs 29.11, we're going to look at Solomon. And if anybody knew about anger, if anybody knew about drama, it was Solomon, all right? His father, his, his father King, uh, King David, uh, made some pretty big mistakes in his life, and it caused some serious ripple effects for Solomon, uh, even so much that one of Solomon's stepbrothers tried to kill his father, King David. All right, now I've gotten mad at my parents before, but I've never wanted to kill them, all right? That is some serious family drama, and that's some serious family conflict, to be so angry that you want to do that. That is crazy. So if anybody knows about anger, if anybody knows about conflict, it's Solomon. And so he's writing to his son. He's like, son, I've got some really big things for you. I know I've been through it, and this is what I want you guys to know, and you get to benefit from that wisdom. So let's go ahead to Proverbs 29, 11. If you're not there, it's going to be on the screen. Uh, go ahead and read along. It says this. It says, fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. I'm going to go ahead and read that again. It says, fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. Now, a lot of Solomon's wisdom, a lot of Solomon's instructions looks a lot like this. Fools do things that hurt themselves, and wise people do things that help themselves. And so in this situation, he's saying fools are people who give full vent. They let anger take over. And wise people are those people who bring calm, those people that bring calm. And notice, Solomon doesn't say that if you get angry, that's foolish. What he says is how you respond to anger is foolish, all right? He's saying that everybody gets angry. Everybody experiences that emotion. But I think what he's really trying to say is our response to anger will keep us from danger. That's in your notes. Go ahead and write it down. Our response to anger will keep us from danger. And so he's saying that the problem isn't anger. The problem is how we respond to anger. And he says not to respond by giving in. Don't let anger be driving while you're a passenger, don't just give in because it feels good. Because he knew that sometimes just because it feels good doesn't mean it is good. That's important. Just because it feels good doesn't mean it is good. It might feel good to hulk it out. It might feel good to like just let anybody know that you're mad and cause damage and, and, and you just unleash on somebody else. It might feel really good to stuff down your emotions, to pretend like everything is fine. Like if I don't let anybody know that I'm angry, then everybody likes me more. It might feel good to do that. Or it might feel good to get it out and just vent and, and throw somebody out the, under the bus instead of actually having a conversation. It might feel good to do that. But it, just because it feels good doesn't mean it is good. And so, guys, I want you to know that you have a choice in this. You have a choice in how you respond to anger. But a lot of times when I talk to middle school students, you guys don't think you really have much of a choice. You're like, dude, Nathan, I don't know if you understand, but this person made me so mad. I had to do that. I had to do this. You don't understand the situation, all right? If you were, if you were there, if you were me, you would understand that they made me so mad. I, I couldn't do anything but, but lash out and, and do what I did. Like, I'm right. And guys, I understand where you're coming from. I understand that you felt that way, but it's still your choice 
on how you respond to anger. And let me tell you, fools give full vent to their anger. Fools let anger rule them. But a wise man brings calm. A wise man brings calm. So you're like, all right, Nathan, cool. You told me that uh, being foolish is unleashing your anger, but how do I bring calm? How do I bring restoration? I want you to let, and I want to help you guys understand and help you uh, travel through conflict and anger really well. So the first thing that when, what you need to do when you feel angry is you need to pause. You just need to pause. Whenever you first feel anger, you just need to pause and let it go. And, and you just need to right-size that problem. You just need to ask yourself, man, is this going to matter five, like five years from now? Or better yet, is this going to matter five minutes from now? Because oftentimes, if we just pause for just a second, we, we recognize, man, that wasn't really that big a deal. I don't need to get that mad about it. And you can save so much emotional energy. You just pause and let it go. But sometimes we go and we pause and we actually do this and then we realize, yeah, no, I'm still angry. And then the next step to do is to identify, man, why am I actually feeling angry? Why am I actually feeling this motion and I can't get past it? And what you need to do is you need to follow that, that thought pattern. You need to ask yourself, man, am I really that angry that somebody just didn't sit with me? Or am I really angry because it feels like a lot of my friends are just ditching me? Does it feel like this is a pattern? Or maybe it feels like, man, my parents are just fighting. Maybe, maybe it feels like your home life is just crazy and it feels like you're just lost and nobody really cares. Maybe that's the bigger thing. So if that's the actual problem, maybe it's not that big of a deal that somebody chose to sit with somebody else at lunch. But it feels so big because there's a different problem. And so maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're not identifying. And sometimes, honestly, this is really hard to do. So I'll ask God for help. One of the prayers is actually one that King David did. And he said this. He said, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. In other words, God, what's really going on in me? I don't understand. I'm having a hard time and I need help figuring this out. So once you identify what's going on, what you need to do is communicate. So it's not enough to just pause and identify, hey, I know, it's, oh, I know why I'm mad now. You need to let somebody else know so you can solve it, all right? And so you need to communicate. And there's a good way to communicate, and there's bad ways to communicate. I think you all know that a little bit. But often the way we communicate is just as important as what we communicate. The way we communicate is often just as important as what we communicate. And so there's a couple of ways to communicate. We're just going to throw them up on the screen, and that's this. is uh, Face-to-face, even FaceTime. Um, then there's a phone call. This is better. Text, worse. We're going down to hill right now. Uh, and then social media. It is the worst way to deal with conflict and anger, all right? So we're going to talk about them. Why is face-to-face, even FaceTime, a phone call, the best way? Because you can actually hear what the person is saying. You can hear their real tone. You can even see body language. And so much happens when you can see somebody. You can actually ask those questions and feel connected to them so much better. And I don't have to tell you guys that text can be a little confusing. Maybe you've texted somebody else before, and they just confused. They, they heard the tone of the text wrong, and they blew up, and they got embarrassed, and, and they didn't know how to, what to do, and they thought you were mad at them, and there's so much miscommunication. Or maybe that happened to you, and you're like, oh, my goodness, no, they did not. And, and they meant something totally different, or maybe they did, and it's just not a good way to connect. And then social media, oh, my goodness, please do not do this, because it takes a private issue, and it thrusts it into the public, and now everybody can see it. And it doesn't do any good to restore a relationship. It does not do. It only causes damage. 
It only causes damage. Because, guys, fools give full vent to their rage. Fools will try and deal things out with social media. Fools will try and do that through text when you're just really mad. But wise will will try and bring calm through a conversation, hopefully face-to-face. Even FaceTime will do. but, But once you've communicated, then you need to forgive, all right? And really forgive. Let it go. And, and sometimes you guys will think, well, well Nathan, uh, I can't really forgive them because they didn't earn it. They didn't deserve it. They didn't show me that they're never going to do this again. Uh, they might hurt me again. And that may be true. But you still need to forgive them, not because they deserve it. One of the, one of the verses that I remind myself of whenever I have a hard time forgiving somebody because I don't feel like they deserve it, it's this. is that um, In the Bible it says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See, in other words, even though we didn't deserve it, Jesus forgave us. We were still sinners. Here's what I want you guys to know. So we don't forgive because they deserve it. We forgive because we didn't deserve it. That's important. Write that down. We don't forgive because they deserve it. We forgive because we didn't deserve it. We didn't deserve a father to send his one and only son to earth to save us from our sins. We didn't do anything to get right with him. We have done nothing to earn right relationship with God, but he loved us so much. He wanted to save that relationship. We hurt him first. He didn't say, oh, I'm going to get them back. I'm just going to punish them. He said, man, I want to save that relationship, and I'm going to go after them, and I'm going to communicate how much I love them and forgive them if they choose to follow me. Man, that's such a good God. I hope you guys can learn to, to call him Savior as well, that if we choose to free, receive his forgiveness, we can be in right relationship with him. He, wa- he wanted to save that relationship with you so much. And, and I know I've lost so many relationships with people because I have not traveled through anger and conflict well. I've lost so many friendships over this. And I'm, I'm sure maybe you guys have done that too. You've gotten angry and you, you're not friends with that same person you were just a year ago because you got mad over something. But think about it this way. How many relationships could you save from here on out? How many relationships could you save from here on out? Think about that. That would be so awesome because I'm sure you could save yourself so much pain, so much heartache if you learn how to do this well. So again, I hope that you guys can learn how to bring calm to your situations. I hope that you can learn how to pause instead of just hulking it out. I hope that you guys can learn how to identify why you're actually mad before you comment on Instagram or you text that person back what you actually really want to say. And I hope that you guys can communicate, actually communicate in person. And then I hope you guys can forgive once you do that and actually let it go, not because they deserve it, but because we didn't deserve it. And maybe during this time, uh, God's been speaking to you, and he said, uh, maybe you haven't uh, traveled through anger. Maybe you haven't traveled through conflict the best this week, maybe even recently. And uh, somebody's coming to mind right now that you need to forgive. And so I want to give you an opportunity, just a quick second, um, to to, uh, forgive that person. So I want to ask, I want you guys to think about this question. Who do you need to forgive? Who do I need to forgive? Ask God that question because he is faithful to answer that. And, and probably that person that's coming to your mind right now, it's not on accident. God's asking you to forgive that person and really let it go, not because they deserve it, but because we don't deserve it. And maybe some of you guys, you, you've had something go wrong, maybe with your family, with your, with your friends or, or classmates, or, or maybe even a leader. And, and you're trying to figure out, man, why am I actually mad? I need some help. And so I want you guys to ask God to pause and identify. Ask God to pause and identify your wounds. Why am I actually mad, God? What is really going on? I need some help understanding because I am angry and I don't know how to let it go.
Maybe that's what you actually need to do. Because again, guys, God loved you so much that he chose to forgive us, even when we didn't deserve it. He sent his one and only son so that we could be saved from our anger, so that we could be saved and learn how to restore relationship instead of just having so much uh, harm done in that. Because again, guys, I hope that you, you know that your response to anger can keep you from danger. You could save so many relationships from here on out. Just how Jesus wanted to save the relationship with you. We forgive not because they deserve it, but because we didn't deserve it. So I'm going to pray for you guys again. Keep thinking about those questions in your mind and uh, ask God those things. Who do I need to forgive? And, and ask God to pause and identify specific wounds in your life. So go ahead, uh, bow your heads with me, and, and we'll pray it on out. So God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you love us so much um, that you chose to forgive us when we didn't deserve it so that we can learn how to forgive other people. Um, God, I thank you that you, uh, um, you you taught us the example of how to do this, God. You, you, you know, you gave us wisdom on how to bring calm so that we wouldn't have to give full vent to our anger, so that we wouldn't just have to um, act out God, you defeated anger. You showed us how to restore relationship. Would you help us do that? And there's somebody brought to mind right now and a lot of these students, and would you help them forgive them? It's really tough sometimes to forgive and really let it go. Would you give them the boldness? Would you give them the strength to actually let it go? God, would you do that for them? Would you be so kind? And, and some of these students are, are having a hard time discovering, why am I actually so mad? Things are just going on. Would you identify and help them realize, why, why are they actually mad? What's actually going on inside of them? God, would you do that for us? God, would you continue to, go to, to give us strength throughout the day? Would you help us pause whenever we get angry from here on out as well? In Jesus' name we pray, amen.